Attend the world's best business workshop led by America's number one business coach for free by subscribing on iTunes and leaving us an objective review. Claim your tickets by emailing us proof that you did it and your contact information to info at thrivetimeshow.com. All right, Thrive Nation, welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark. I'm the former USSBA Entrepreneur of the Year. And what we're talking about today is inoculating yourself against the 48 laws of power. Now, what are the 48 laws of power? Well, the 48 laws of power um, are a, a, it's a collection of intense observations from a world-class author by the name of Robert Greene. And what Robert Greene decided to do is he decided to actually uh, break down history and to note and to take note of and to teach the 48 laws that uh, the 48 moves that people are using all the time to take advantage of other people. And these laws, many of them may feel unethical to you. They may feel like they're not right to you because many of them are not right. But what he's doing is he's breaking down how important they are and how the truly powerful people know these laws. And you want to vaccinate yourself against these laws. You want to make yep. sure that nobody can take advantage of you. But if, you know, if you're new to the term of vaccination, you see vaccination, the word vaccinate means a, it's a, a vaccine is a substance used to stimulate the production of antibodies and provide immunity against one or several diseases, diseases prepared from the causative agent of a disease, its products or a synthetic substitute treated as an act to act as an antigen without inducing the disease. What does this mean? It means they're get, when you go out there and get vaccinated, they give you just a little bit of the sickness they injected into your body so your body can develop an immunity against that sickness so it doesn't kill you. It doesn't yeah. uh, debilitate you. So, Steve, have you ever been vaccinated against something? Yes. Typically, people get sick a little bit after getting yeah. the vaccination. Well, that's why I don't do the flu shot. Well, everybody has a flu shot, and then they get the flu. So I don't do the flu shot. So you might get a little sick when you hear these moves. Okay, law number five is not so crazy. Law number five is so much depends on reputation. Guard it with your life. Yep. Steve, why is this absolutely a super move that every, every listener has to guard their reputation? Why is this so important? Well... It's you and your name and your reputation. And, you know, I know you threw the notable quotable on here, and I think it's very, very um, a, a good one from Warren Buffett that says it takes 20 years to build a reputation and five minutes to ruin it. And if you think about that, you'll do things differently. And I think that's what you need to understand is that, you know, we have people talking about credit, for example. Credit, right. credit is kind of like your reputation, right, how you pay your bills. Right. And so we have people that will say, I've had good credit. I've like for 25 years. For 25 years. I've never missed a bill. Never payment ever. A bill. Nothing. No. I keep my balances. I do everything right. But then I just get get falling a little bit of a hard time and I I, I I get laid on something and now my credit's ruined. And I'm like, well, yeah, because that's the point of credit. But your credit is kind of like your reputation in that respect that you could build it for 25 years, Clay, and then not pay anything for two months and you've ruined 25 years with work. So it's so the same thing give, as where Warren Buffett says Let me that. give the listeners out there a very specific example. Um, recently, we had a very, very wealthy person call me and say that they wanted me to market their business. 
Now, you tell me, Steve, if this move is 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 if I if I should have worked with this person in your mind. Yeah. They said, "I would like for you to improve my online reputation." To which I said, "Okay, what's what's the allegation? I mean, what's the thing? Did you actually do it?" This is a true story. Yep. And they said, "Well, here's the deal. I built a multi-level company and it got broken up by the this is a true story. It got broken up by the Federal Trade Commission." And I got uh, my son said a bunch of horrible things about me, you know, and my wife did too. And it's all over the media. So when you Google my name, nothing but bad things come up. And I said, well, are the bad things true? Right. And he goes, yeah, that's the problem. I mean, I, I, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of truth up there and I got to push that down. So I need someone I, you're like, I've heard, I've heard of Bruce Clay. Yep. And I've heard of Clay Clark. And I just remember that you're a Clay. He's a Clay. He's the guy who wrote SEO for dummies, and you're you're not. And I figured I could pay you. Like, this is a true story. He says, I wanted to see if you could. I could just say this. He's from the Melaleuca line of multi-levels. Mm-hmm. And I just want to know, I mean, what are your rates? You know? And I said, well, for a business coaching client out there, for anybody listening to our show today, if you want to come up top in Google, you want me to optimize your website. It's not smoke and mirrors. I teach you the system, but it's going to cost a minimum of about $1,500 a month to, to do that. And it's month to month, so there's no contract, you know. But uh, I can't do it. And he says, why? I said, because being, Vanessa, Vanessa remembers me talking to her about this. <laughs> he says, I said, because it's, it's, if people knew that I was working with you, it would really kill my reputation. And if I knew that I worked with you, it would kill my soul. Right. I'm serious. And this guy says, dude, listen, it's just money, dude. I mean, how much do I have to pay? I'll pay you triple clay. So I'm going to Google search real quick so you guys can see this because this is just a huge example. And hopefully all the listeners out there can get this. Um, If you look up the Federal Trade Commission, okay, so FTC and then MLM uh, scams. Right, the Federal Trade Commission has listed out descriptions of a telltale sign of a pyramid scheme. I'm not making this up. This is actually I'm going to put this on uh, today's show notes. That way, all the listeners can have this because this isn't uh, me extemporarily reading this. Uh, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not making this up as I go. But I am going to put a show note so you can see it there, and it's just important you can see this. It says. What's the difference between a multi-level marketing program and a pyramid scheme? This is the Federal Trade Commission. It says pyramid schemes are illegal. It goes on to say, if the money you earn, Steve, is based on your sales to the public, the company may be a legitimate multi-level marketing plan. Here are some signs, though, that the company is operating a pyramid scam. Here are the signs. Here are some signs that the company is operating a pyramid scheme. So, Steve, you tell me if you've ever heard this before. One, your income is based mainly on the number of people you recruit to the business and the money that those new recruits pay to join the company, not the sales of the products to consumers. Steve, have you ever encountered this kind of thing? Uh, Yeah, about every six months, maybe four, somebody comes to me with some really sweet, actually just happened. Like so this a week ago. So this guy, I'm talking to him. I said, "So you're telling me that your product that you are selling doesn't work?" He goes, "Absolutely." <laughs> but the thing Does is, it? I make money when you're filming signs up. Great. You know, he goes on to say, "You're required to buy lots 
of inventory. Oh, yeah. You have to buy the product, Clay, because you need to be able to tell the people in your downline and your upline and your friends and family that you use it and that it's a good product, even though you don't and it's not. So a good example would be, uh, you know, Melaleuca was a company that uh, claimed that if you drank this certain bottle of juice, do you remember this? Oh, yeah. Then you could live a long time, right? I mean, you could mm-hmm. you could live a long time. And so what happens is, is that, you know, people start to say, you know, gosh, I got to buy this product because it's healthy. Well, then your, your distributor, they call it, your sales guy, he says to you, here's the deal. If you auto ship like $3,000 a month of this stuff, you don't even have to drink it. You're going to come in big, right? And if you get eight people under you to all order that much per month, you're going to be like rich. I mean, you'll spend 3000 but you'll make thirty. We have a car bonus. We're going to give you like a Mercedes or usually it's a Cadillac or a nice car right? if you auto ship. And you say to yourself, yeah, but how would I possibly drink $3,000? They say, well, one, it's like $40 a bottle. Second, yeah. though, is that you, you, my friend, you, when you when you do this, I mean, everybody underneath you, they're going to follow your example. So whatever yeah. you auto ship, they're going to auto ship. And, and so, and you say, but what am I going to do with all the product? I mean, seriously, what am I going to do? They say, just put it in your garage, throw it away, set it on fire or whatever you do. I don't care. <laughs> so then this person, I talked to him, and this is, again, this is, I'm reading from the consumer.ftc.gov, the Federal Trade Commission. They say, you're forced to buy other things you don't want or need just to stay in good standing with the company. Yep. Today, the Federal Trade Commission announced a settlement with Fortune High Tech Marketing, FHTM, a company that operated an illegal pyramid scheme disguised as a multi-level program. Over 350,000 people were scammed out of a total of $169 million. The settlement bans FTHM from the multi-level marketing business and uh, from deceiving customers. We go on to say, I'm just telling you this. I said to the guy, listen, I don't care how much money you're going to pay me. I'm not going to work with you. I'm not going to do it. He goes, but dude, I'll pay four times, Steve, what your typical client pays you, dude. It doesn't matter. Steve, I had a guy recently, and you met this guy. He is not a doctor. Steve, do you oh, remember yeah. this guy? Oh, yeah. And he says, I'm not a doctor, but I wanted to see if you can get me to the top of Google for the phrase Tulsa testosterone because I can make millions. Yeah. And I said, but you're not a doctor. And he goes, I know, but no one ever checks. Right. So, Steve, in all, in every single- You just have to put scrubs on. You see this all the time, Steve. I keep this in my mind. Warren Buffett says it takes 20 years to build a reputation and five minutes to ruin it. If you yep. think about that- You'll do things differently. Steve, you're around me every day, much more than other people, because you actually have a, a secondary office in our office. Yep. How do you see me do this on a daily basis? How do you, I mean, what things do you see me do on a daily basis where you're like, this guy's guarding his reputation? He's not all about the short-term win. I mean, where do you see that manifest itself on a, on a daily or maybe weekly basis? Well, I've seen several instances where you fired a client, which most people won't do. Because they weren't ethical or because they showed, it actually just happened um, twice. And there was one very kind of public thing where I think a lot of the team knew about it. And then I think there's a whole lot of them that happen on the DL where you don't make a big thing about it. But um, I think that you are good about understanding the, the people that fit within your company 
and the people that are going to be good um, good clients and are doing what they're supposed to do and they're not illegal. And, they're, and as soon as you find out that they're a bad person, you know, then the, you just cut bait and you're done. Now, a lot of people will continue to work for bad people. And do you know why that is? Because they need the money. Right. Yeah, because right. they're so like, oh, well, I'll lose that 2000 a month. And here's the question is, do you need the money or do you want the money? Right. Because need means you're paying for the roof over your head, right. the food, your shelter. Yeah. Want meaning you have a, a series of wants you don't need truly to survive. It's They're a just- slippery slope because the minute you start justifying the reasons why you're working with a person who's a bad person because of the amount of money they pay you, it just it's just a, a slippery slope. You'll now, end up. I, I, now I, I'm just saying this. I don't I don't know if this is is accurate. Maybe someone out there listening says, you know, I disagree with you, and that's okay. Uh, my job is just to provoke the thought. I don't know that I can take my money with me. You know, I don't know if that's a thing. I don't know if you can take your materialistic possessions with you. I enjoy uh, uh, our chickens. I enjoy our turkeys. I enjoy books. I enjoy accoutrements. I enjoy decor. I enjoy great speaker systems. I enjoy a sauna. I enjoy land. I enjoy a lot of things, but you can't take it with you. So yep. when you just think about that and ask yourself, do I really need that? You know, I mean, is that real? I mean, do I am I willing to die on that hill? With is my repu- is my reputation willing to die for that short term win? And then also just guard your reputation. Just think twice before you make a statement, before you make an action, because once you uh, develop a bad reputation from good people, it's not good for you. So again, so much depends on your reputation. Guard it with your life. Stay tuned. It's a drive time show on the radio. Yes, it is. Attend the world's best business workshop led by America's number one business coach for free by subscribing on iTunes and leaving us an objective review. Claim your tickets by emailing us proof that you did it and your contact information to info at thrivetimeshow.com. Nation, welcome back to the conversation. It is the Thrive Time Show on your radio. And today on the show, we're breaking down the 48 Laws of Power, a powerful book written by a best-selling author by the name of Robert Greene. Now, the book 48 Laws of Power, it distills proven moves that people have used throughout history to gain power. Yep. So I'm going to give you an example of somebody who I think I think was very powerful, who just powerful. I mean, just absolutely. You say, "Wow, that person was power." The power there. I mean, what does the word powerful mean? I mean, if you think about, gosh, you're saying the word powerful all the time, but what does it actually mean? I mean, what does it what does it mean to be a powerful person? It's having great power, great strength, sturdy, strong. It's it's uh, the ability to control or influence other people or things. And I think a lot of people want to become a powerful person. Well, I'm going to give you two examples of, of powerful people, and then we're going to get into our next law of power breaking or breaking down. What we're doing is I'm teaching you the 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene, and I'm breaking them down so you can vaccinate yourself against the 48 Laws of Power. Now, again, vaccination requires 
you to uh, it's a substance used to to stimulate the, the the production of antibodies and provide immunity against one or several diseases prepared from the causative agent of a disease so what i mean is by causative you have to kind of inject yourself with a little sample of the thing that's bad to be aware of the thing so yeah. I would recommend that everybody reads the Bible immediately after listening to the... <laughs> you told me that when you first told me about this book. You said you must l- listen. I know you do Audible, Steve, so you must listen to this book. And then immediately... And then immediately read the Bible for an equal amount of time. Wash it down with the Bible. Yeah, wash it the, down The chaser the will be the Bible. This i got to tell you, this is my favorite law. So this is... The, this is my favorite law. This is the, the court attention at all costs. Now work with me. Jesus Christ was a powerful person, and to this day... 2018, I mean, years after his death, there's A.D. and B.C. We say B.C. because it stands for before Christ. A.D. is after his death. I mean, think about what a powerful person. We, we, our entire, way, the way we name, the way we uh, do years, the way we number and enumerate the years is based entirely on his name. Think about that. Yeah. I mean, that's before Christ, after death, whether you're a Christian or not, I mean, that is yeah. pretty powerful. I mean, and then you think about somebody who's pretty powerful. I mean, Hitler. Yeah. Hitler was pretty powerful. One was powerful for being a tyrant who tried to exterminate an, an entire population of people. A man who tried to, to, to just wipe out the Jewish people throughout the world. A terrible, terrible person. But he was, by all accounts, I mean, Steve, you could say that Adolf Hitler was powerful. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you could also say that Jesus Christ was powerful. One, right. by using evil. One, by using good. One, by using evil. One, by using good. So, courting attention at all costs. This principle from 48 Laws of Power. Seth Godin, the best-selling author of The Purple Cow and the man who sold Yo-Yo Dine to Yahoo for approximately $30 million, he says, marketing is a contest for people's attention. So I see this all the time, and I'm going to start with the most terrible way I see it. I see it's when women get a job working for me, and they dressed, they, they dress more sexual, more sexy than needed. Steve, have you seen this move? White pants. Have you seen? You saw that. There's a woman who wore white pants in her office. You saw her do this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, It's. I don't know what the move, I don't understand the move. I don't know why you want to look sexy at work. It's, to me, it's weird. I've also had to have awkward conversations with female employees that work for me that wore things that were not appropriate for work. So let me really give an example. It. If you're wearing high heels, and the high heels you're wearing are like four inch, it's pretty high, three inch, less high. Yeah. If your heels are are longer than your skirt, then that's a problem. So if you have like one inch <laughs> heels, makes sense. <laughs> but Two you inch can't heels, have a, you can't have a half inch skirt. But if you wear <laughs> if you wear uh, a three inch heels, I mean that's not really super weird. It's higher. I mean, three inches is pretty high. But if you wear seven-inch heels, those are called, if you Google it, it's called stripper heels. Yeah. And you know why, Steve, they're called stripper heels? Because strippers wear them. So we have people that all the time show up for the job interview. Do you not see this yes. during our weekly group interview? And they, and I'm like, are, what? They're is dressed, that, I mean, super. Are those? Now, on the male side of it, you see men that come to work dressed super sharp and they start to compliment you all the time. Like, dude, yeah. man, you're a, you're a legend, man. 
Dude, yeah. Steve, you are like, yep. man, I'm so honored to be here. I can tell you this. I mean, I, they give you verbal bouquets all the time. Yeah. Like, Steve, you're, God, I'm just honored. You're, you're amazing. I'm, you're you're your, amazing. I, I mean, love your car, man. You're, you're so you're, successful. Your tutelage, man, has just been huge car. for me. I appreciate you matriculating me through the mortgage business. I mean, gosh, just the coaching you're providing me, this the mentorship is awesome. But what they do is they're trying to court attention at all costs. Yeah. This The same mindset, the same personality, do they not fake indescribable illnesses all the time oh yes so here's an example they'll say i think it this is the female version i've had this happen to me twice that i can recall they said um, i won't be able to be at work today on time i just want you to know i've met with a doctor and they think i might have cancer i might have the cancer i i it's i just if you'd keep it private i think i might have cancer yeah, cancer but don't, of, don't cancer, tell anyone because i'm lying anyone. it's cancer of my no i don't want you to tell anybody but it's cancer of my body I'm well, where is it specifically? I'm worried about my body. My body. They almost can't say it, my body. Now, real on Facebook, they're posting, I'm at the club. Yay, yay. And, and then, so it's <laughs> yeah. like, or you'll have a guy that will say, I just want you to know, uh, I, I, I don't want you to say anything to anybody, but I, I have, um, um, well, it looks like it could be a, a terminal disease, and I just want you to know. The problem is there are people that are really sick out there. Yes, I know. But do they? Do, yeah. you do not see people that are poor performers courting attention yeah. more than everybody else. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, it's it's a it's a total move. There, the reason I said it's my favorite law is because I court it attention and i like to do that for a marketing purposes right because but seth godin says yeah. marketing is a contest for people's attention yeah but some people are their marketing is that they're seeking you to feel sorry for them i call them like i mean a friend of mine coined this and i use it being a sad sack you a know sad just sack. yeah you're just like oh everything's bad and they're always looking for you to like feel sorry for them and then they use your your good-hearted person you know they use that to i've seen women who i know very well who've been pulled over by the law enforcement community and their move and they've told me the move i've seen them do the move and they've told me their move they say when i get pulled over i immediately cry and there's people that can force cry yeah they go, I... um ma'am do you know why we pulled you over i don't know i don't know you told me i don't know they go, ma'am uh, you you were driving an 80 85 and a 60 I don't know. I don't know. I just, just, my purse is my, stuck on my babies. Desk. My babies. I've got babies at home. And, I, and it's a move. Courting attention at all costs. Make sure you don't fall victim to that move. Stay tuned. Our next move we're going to teach you is get others to do the work for you, but always take credit. Yet another dirty move from 48 Laws of Power. It's the Thrive Time Show on your radio. Stay tuned.